When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrick, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Intrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great Tuesday of action on the diamond and you're ready for a fun-filled Wednesday. Full day. Got day game starting at 1.10 p.m. Eastern going all the way through the evening. So full day of action on Wednesday. Let's get you caught up on Tuesday's news notes and more from the diamond. Um, Alan Winans of the Atlanta Braves, after he got blown up on Monday, was sent back to AAA quickly. Some picked him up on Sunday for a two-step this week. That did not go as planned. In uh, reaction to Winans going back to AAA, Jared Schuster was recalled by the Braves, and that hasn't been pretty this year as well. So let's see what the Braves do. Best offense in baseball, looking for some pitching help in a big, big way. Kind of hinted at this on yesterday's show, but the Boston Red Sox placed Jaron Duran on the IL with his toe injury. They called up prospect Willier Abreu. Abreu's hitting 274, 22 home runs, and eight stolen bases in the minor leagues. Been quite productive there. We'll see how that plans out. He Abreu did play on Tuesday night, picked up a double late in the game in Houston for his first career hit. The Tampa Bay Rays, they reinstated Francisco Mejia from the IL on Tuesday and then DFA'd him. That was a big, like, here, you're back. See ya. Bye. Uh, that's rough for Mejia, who wants a heralded prospect throughout the minors in the Cleveland system, then to San Diego, then to Tampa Bay. Hopefully, you can find a landing spot somewhere. The Los Angeles Dodgers finally did it. They placed J.D. Martinez on the I.L. with his lingering groin issue. It's just been a constant problem for J.D. He plays for a couple days, re-aggravates it, so on and so forth. He's going to go to the I.L. to rest. Makes total sense. In the process, the Dodgers recalled prospect Michael Bush from AAA. Bush is hitting 323 with 24 home runs and three stolen bases on the season in the minors. He had a small cup of coffee with the Dodgers earlier in the season. Did not go well, so they're hoping for a much better impact this time through. The St. Louis Cardinals, they placed Matthew Libertor on the aisle with a lower back tightness, which is crazy because on yesterday's show, the report was they're just pushing him back till Wednesday start. He'll be good to go. Well, apparently not. Libertor is going to the aisle with the back tightness, and they're calling up Jacob Barnes to fill his spot on the team. Speaking of former Cardinals, then turned former Jays, the Giants signed shortstop Paul DeYoung to a major league deal, and he'll join the Giants on Wednesday. As a Giants fan, I don't get it. Luis Ortiz of the Pittsburgh Pirates will likely be called up and start for the Pirates on Wednesday. That's the rumor on the streets. He was on the taxi squad, the 26th man over uh, on Tuesday, so he should be joining the team on Wednesday to be a starter. The Mariners, they keep adding depth. They signed pitcher Luke Weaver. Didn't say it was great depth, but they added depth, so we'll see how that one plays out in the coming days. Speaking of more Mariners news, Julio Rodriguez was scratched from Tuesday's game with a stomach bug. He had the day off on Monday. Now I'm wondering if that was a part of the stomach bug issue. He is day-to-day. 
We already know Emerson Hancock went to the IL. Just a formality. They transferred him to the 60-day IL, officially ending his 2023 season. Also opened up roster spots for some Luke Weaver to join the Mariners. The Cincinnati Reds, they called up Mike Ciani and Nick Martini um, to fill the spots of Stuart Fairchild, who went on the concussion IL, and also DFA'd Henry Ramos. Uh, Martini's been swinging it pretty well in AAA. Uh, some might remember Martini as a member of the Oakland Athletics last season, who had some moments from here uh, from time to time. But all in all, these are just kind of lateral moves, not really fi- fantasy moves, more real-life baseball moves for the Cincinnati Reds. Here's a fun one. We love freak accidents and freak injuries. Jordan Alvarez was scratched from Tuesday's game after he slammed his left index finger in a door at his house. Dusty Baker's hoping it's not too serious, and he's day-to-day. I'd imagine he's going to be out the next day or two. Hopefully, we get Jordan back for the weekend. This is getting ridiculous. Ryan Pepio, he's been doing some long relief work for the Dodgers and looked very, very good. So good that the Dodgers are going to put him in the rotation to start on Thursday, giving Lance Lynn an extra day off and rest and now pitching Lance Lynn on Friday. So we can see Pepio in the rotation regularly. That would be nice. Makes sense with Tony Gonsolin going to the IL and likely missing the rest of the season with his shoulder injury. Pepio could be the next man up in Los Angeles. The White Sox, they relieved. This is not fantasy, obviously. They relieved Vice President Ken Williams and General Manager Rick Hahn of their duties just a day or so after they talked about maybe moving the White Sox to Nashville. Lots going on in Chicago, folks. Lots going on with the White Sox. Could be a fun offseason ahead. Some sad news for those that were speculating on Nick Lodolo because he was a popular fab ad the last week or two in uh, NFBC formats. Nick Lodolo had another setback in his recent rehab start, and then he had an MRI which showcased yet another stressed reaction in his left tibia, similar to what he dealt with first time he went on the IL. Lodolo's going to have a second opinion on this leg, but if it is another stress reaction, I'd say he's done for the season. New York Yankees, they placed Billy McKinney on the IL with a back injury. It's been lingering for some time. Boone said it was time to just put him on the IL to let it rest. Javi Baez was scratched from the Tigers lineup on Tuesday with an illness. He is day-to-day. Sal Freelich, was scratched from Tuesday's Brewers lineup with a lingering hamstring injury. So that's something to monitor because that could lead to an IL stint if it doesn't heal soon. Then Avisil Garcia left Tuesday's game with the Marlins with a left hamstring injury as he was trying to run out a ground ball to first base, and Avi just can't stay healthy. All right, everybody, underdog fantasy. You want to make some money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try underdog fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. An underdog's pick them game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they'll go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players and get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure not to sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, and underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Looking ahead at some lines for Wednesday. Full day of action, not a lot of lines out right now, so hopefully in the morning we'll get some really good stuff. But there's a couple that I... I would see myself liking Bobby Witt over nine fantasy points against Oakland Athletics. Yes, Bobby Witt's that good. And then if J-Rod's back, I like him over eight and a half for his Kopech on the White Sox. Supposed to be extremely hot in Chicago, like over 100 degrees on Wednesday, which means the ball should be flying out of that ballpark. But um, looking for some more lines to drop on Monday to have some more fun with the pick and contest on Underdog Fantasy. That's right, underdogfantasy.com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Make sure you sign up with promo code PitcherList, all one word, you get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Just 
Just a reminder, you must be at least 18 or over and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates, 19 or over in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from Tuesday. Aslivis Basabe, I probably butchered that, and I apologize. Two for five with a home run, two runs scored, and four RBIs. He was called up recently to take the place of a certain missing shortstop on the Tampa Bay Rays, who probably is missing for the rest of the season. So Basabi becomes very, very interesting in the fantasy circle because since he was called up on August 13th, Basabi's hitting 303 with three doubles, a home run, eight runs scored, and eight RBIs. Definitely something worth monitoring uh, going forward, and if you need some middle infield help, could reduce some fantasy goodness over the last five weeks of the season. Josh Rojas, yes, that Josh Rojas who tore it up for the D-backs, then didn't do anything. Got DFA'd or got got sent to the Myers, then got traded to Seattle. Rojas went one for four with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs on Tuesday. And over Rojas's last ten games, he's been hot, hitting three fifty three, two doubles, two home runs. Last ten games, mind you, twelve runs scored, seven RBIs, and two stolen bases. Rojas has been hitting eighth or ninth for Seattle, playing second base. That's why they DFA'd Colton Wong. He's the real deal right now. He's flashing signs of what we love to see when he was with the D-backs playing well. He's worth picking up in definitely deeper formats. I'm keeping an eye on potentially picking him up in 12-team leagues. If you play DFS, he's cheap, so enjoy that as well. But good stuff here from Josh Rojas. Brandon Belt, got to mention him again because he's so low rostered across most formats. Belt went one for four with a home run, a run scored, two RBIs, and a walk on Tuesday. Since August 1st, Belt's now hitting 321 with four doubles, six home runs, 15 runs scored, and 10 RBIs as he hits second daily for the Toronto Blue Jays. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Tuesday. Kyle Harrison made his MLB debut for the San Francisco Giants, and he looked really good. I watched a lot of this. I watched all of the start. He went three and a third innings, two earned, five hits, one walk, and five Ks, a little less than 70 pitches overall. He had 14 whiffs and a 37% CSW. He was filthy. The main people hitting, you have a two-run homer to Harper, a double to Schwarber. Most of his hits were to left-handed pitching or left-handed hitting, which was funny, but he was just blowing fastballs by guys. Off-speed pitch was pretty decent. The fact he only walked one, um, his strike rate was I think like 67 68%. It was very, very good to see with Kyle Harrison, and, and he can build off of this. So we don't expect him to go deep in many games. We talked about that, but in a real-life standpoint, if he can put starts like this together in September – we have something to talk about come 2024. So good to see with Kyle Harrison. Keep improving other walks, which he was doing over his last four start, four or five starts in AAA. Lucas Giolito finally put a start together for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Giolito went six innings, one earned, five hits, two walks, and nine strikeouts. Giolito had 22 whiffs and a 41% CSW against the Reds. This is a whole new Giolito. This is the guy we saw a lot with the White Sox, actually, this season. Because Giolito's previous four starts with the Angels, he threw a total of 21 innings, allowed 19 earned runs, and struck out 19. This is a big improvement for an Angels team still clinging to hope of a postseason opportunity, but probably clinging shouldn't last much longer. But it'll be good to see Giolito hopefully put a good month together for his free agent campaign. Graham Ashcraft continues to do it. Against the Angels, Ashcraft threw seven innings, three earned runs, five hits, two walks. It's a one whip. Totally cool. 
and 10 more strikeouts for Ashcraft. He had 13 whiffs and a 29% CSW. Ashcraft's been great since he came back from the minors. It's 10 straight starts now for Ashcraft with three in runs or less. Nine of those have been quality starts. He had one that went five in the third innings. Strikeouts are still a thing. You know, I had 10 Ks on Tuesday, which is great, but over those last 10 starts, 48 strikeouts and 65 innings pitched. So he'd like a little more of a bump there, but still overall just impressive stuff from Ashcraft. He really bounced back after that rough start to the season, going to AAA, figuring it out, and coming on back. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock. Read his daily SP Roundup. Get caught up on all things starting pitching. Relief pitching highlights from Tuesday. Camilo Duvall, an ugly blown blown save in Philadelphia. That was a doozy. But for some saves that took place after Monday having like no saves, we had a bunch of them on Tuesday. Alex Lang picked up his 19th save of the year for the Tigers. David Bednar's 27th save of the year for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Jordan Romano saved 31 for the Jays. Kyle Finnegan saved 22 for the Nats. Rysel Iglesias saved 25 for the Braves. Andres Munoz saved 8 for the Mariners. Alexis Diaz continues a great season, saved 34 for the Reds. Trevor May looking great since the All-Star break. His 13th save of the year for the Athletics. David Robertson his 18th save of the year for the Marlins. And Paul Sewald picked up save 27 for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we look ahead to Wednesday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break. Get here from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchikin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, there's a seven-game early slate starting at 110 Eastern and the six-game main slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. On the evening slate, main slate, bats I'm liking, Dodgers versus Xavier Curry. Keep playing your Dodgers. My favorite stack on the slate, though, and it's affordable, Washington Nationals versus Luis Severino. If you like to see hitters face batting practice for a day, Nationals versus Severino. And then your sneakier one, because Flaherty was good his first few starts, got blown up in San Diego. Toronto's got some interesting plays there versus Jack Flaherty in Baltimore. Pitching is not great on the evening slate, so Clayton Kershaw at Cleveland is on the table. Charlie Morton versus the Mets is a sneaky nice play. And then Mackenzie Gore versus the Yankees. Yankees are actually hitting, they're striking out less than 20% versus lefties in the last month, hitting 343 with an over 200 ISO. So they're hitting lefties really well. I still don't mind a little Mackenzie Gore action on this one. Some things I'm looking forward to on Wednesday. A little afternoon delight. Kenta Maeda versus Corbin Burns. Two pitchers pitching very well of late. Strikeout should be a plenty in this game. Should be a little fun matinee action. Cole Reagans versus the Oakland Athletics. I love Reagans. I know Nick Pollock loves Reagans. If you're playing early DFS, he's $5,400. That's far too cheap. 
love Cole Reagans on the slate. If I can get a Cole Reagans prop on underdog, which should drop sometime Wednesday, I'd be all over that as well. Uh, in the evening, Andrew Abbott versus Shohei Otani. That's, a, that's actually the early games also because it's game one. They have a doubleheader on Tuesday, on Wednesday. So Abbott versus Otani is a good one. And then Kevin Gossman versus Flaherty at night. Uh, the Jays, Orioles, potential playoff stuff going on there. Gossman's going for an AL Cy Young. Flaherty trying to bounce back. Lots of uh, storylines in that one. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Before we head on out, reminder, pitcherlist.com is where all the goods are at. All the free written content, podcasts, and more. Absolutely outstanding stuff at pitcherlist.com. And if you like it so much, which why wouldn't you, go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. It's absolutely outstanding. Gets you in the awesome Discord. Gets you even more content. And gets you to the front of the line for the newest and best stuff coming out at pitcherlist.com. You don't want to miss it. PL Plus, PL Pro, make it happen. That'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Wednesday's action on the Diamond and get you ready for another Thursday MLB action. But for now, this is your first pitch podcast, Wednesday, August 23rd edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.